Well, I had an old friend. His name was Buck Squirrel. He stopped by one night to talk to him, telling me what God had done for him. See, we drank a lot together. But he evidently said he had gotten saved. And he talked to me and he talked to me. I listened to him. But I still kept on and on. Just drinking, just drinking. Stay good day. Welcome, my friends, to The Storyteller, where you'll find First Nations people from across Native North America who are following Jesus Christ without reservation. Today we'll hear from Sam Otter, a Cherokee from North Carolina, as he shares what happened one night when his friend Buck Squirrel stopped by. My name is Samuel Otter. I'm a member of the Eastern Band of Cherokee Indians, and I live in Cherokee, North Carolina, which was not always the case. I was born in Silva, North Carolina, lived with my mom until she married a man from Cullahoy. Now I was raised in a white man's world. We had a farm, learned how to farm, and we were always taken to church. Had a little Sunday school class there, which we attended regularly. Um, learned a lot about the Lord as I grew up. We had revivals, and I hated the revivals. It wasn't because it was at church, but we had a couple of these ladies. And I guess I was at the age that they thought, you know, Sam's 12 year old. Now he needs to get saved. Well, I don't really believe that you have to be 12 year old to be saved. I believe that whenever the Spirit of God touches your heart, and you're old enough to know what that is, then I think that's your time. Well, anyway, these ladies, they would come around. I'd be in the back of the church. I could see them coming. They spotted me. Sam, boy, they'd light in on me. You know, they'd done that, and they'd done that, and they'd done that. Well, one night they come back here and cornered me. And to get them off of me, I walked to the altar. I bowed down. I mumbled a few words. Got up crying. Everybody was shouting, coming up and hugging me and telling me what a wonderful thing I'd done. That they'd pray for me, that I'd grow strong. Well, we left the church. I went back to school, and one of the boys that was at the church that night made fun of me. And, you know, it went on like that for a week or two. And, you know, finally he just left me alone. I went through high school. And I was about 17 year old. Had friends. They drank. I drank. And, you know, pretty soon they went their own way. When we got out of high school, 
I wound up with the wrong crowd. I had a job. A lot of those kids did. When I got paid, you know, I can see it now. But at the time, I didn't. I was their buddy. I bought the beer. We had a good time. By Monday morning, I was broke again. Went back to my job. Next Friday, the same thing happened again. Well, I wandered around like that for years. In about 1981, I moved back to the reservation. I saw things here and learned things here that I had never known about the Cherokee. Also, I realized that I wasn't living like I should. I knew that it wasn't right. So here I got a job. I worked. Come Friday, Saturday night, all I did was drink. But I held that job because I knew I had to have the money to buy the beer that I wanted. I met Charlene in about 1982. Charlene has cerebral palsy. She's crippled. Wonderful lady. She's beautiful in more ways than one. Well, I got to, what you might say, kind of courting her. The alcohol never stopped. Gradually, it got worse. It's like it took hold of my life. Everything was focused on alcohol. I drank through the week to one and two o'clock in the morning and have to get up by, by seven and get ready and go to my job. But there's one old man in my life. His name was Arthur Locust. I hated to see that man coming. His words, after we had greeted each other, asked how one another was doing. He'd say, well, son, where are you going to church? I felt like I was one or two inches high. I'd say, I'm not going nowhere, sir. Well, son, you know you need to be in church. I don't care where I seen that man. He always asked me. Well, where are you going to church? And my reply was always, nowhere. Well, that went on. I become diabetic at the age of 26. They told me I needed to learn how to control my sugars and also that I needed to leave the alcohol alone. Well, from the time I was 26 till the time I was about 30, I never did lay the bottle down. It become my life. Charlene tried to talk to me. Every time I got drunk, I asked Charlene to marry me. She told me no. Well, I had no friend. His name was Buck Squirrel. He stopped by one night to talk to me, telling me, what God had done for him. See, we drank a lot together. 
but he evidently said he had gotten saved. And he talked to me and he talked to me. I listened to him, but I still kept on and on. Just drinking, just drinking. It was consuming my life. Destroying everything I cared about, everything I loved. But for some reason I couldn't put it down. Got DUIs, they made me go to classes. They give me this booklet on how you can quit drinking. I learned to tell them what they wanted to hear. Then they thought they'd help me. Let me go. And I went right back to the bottle. Well, alone about 1992. Book come by one night and talked to me. I was sitting in my bedroom listening to music. And something really got a hold of me about what he was telling me. I broke down. He said, Sam, the church come out. We'll pray with you. We went to the church. There must have been 30, 40 people showed up. And it was like 1, 2 o'clock in the morning. We gathered together, the preacher. He talked to me. Well, I got down to the altar. Those people come and they prayed with me. And we prayed. And we prayed. And I really meant it. God had drawn me that night. He had touched my heart. Made me want to accept Him. Made me want to have a life that I saw Christians have. When I got up, I knew that there had been a change in my heart. There was a change in my life. Them old programs that didn't help me. Christ done what they couldn't do. The bottle was taken away from me. I believe one time after that, I tried to take up that bottle again. But God wouldn't let me. He would not let me. It wasn't the same. I went back to the church and I asked forgiveness. Cleaned my life up. Twenty years now, I've not touched a drop of that stuff. When I quit drinking and God changed my life, I asked that little woman to marry me. After all the times that she'd told me no, she finally said yes. Come to realize, and it's not nothing that I think I could ever do with my children. But God sent His only Son, Jesus Christ, even though I was born hundreds of years after He walked on the earth. He died on the cross. As I say, He hung between the heavens and the earth. The blood that poured from His side was to forgive me of my sins. But I have to accept Him as my Lord and Savior. His purpose was that we might be forgiven. You and I today, there's a better place for us. God never made hell for us. That wasn't made for us. And there's a way of escaping it.
whether you're out there, you're an alcoholic, you're on drugs, maybe you're homeless, maybe you just don't believe in Christ. And you've got these people walking around that say, there is no Christ. He proves himself every day to me. But anybody that will come when he draws you and call upon his name, ask him to forgive you of your sins. Ask him to enter into your life. His promise is to all who come. That does not exclude anybody. His love is great. And He will forgive you of your sins. He will save you. What about you? Do you know that you need a Savior? If you're a sinner, you need one. God tells us in His Word, all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. What is sin? Anything that offends our Holy Creator. And because God is holy, He must judge all sin. That's why we need a Savior, and that's why God sent Jesus Christ to the cross, to save us from the judgment we deserve and give us new life in Him. If you want to know more about how you can be saved, write to us at The Storyteller, P.O. Box 1001, Bemidji, Minnesota, 56619. That's P.O. Box 1001, Bemidji, Minnesota, 56619. Our phone number is 877-766-4648. That's 877-766-4648. We're also online at withoutreservation.com. Thanks for listening. And remember, the greatest story took place at the cross, for the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ, our Lord. There are more amazing stories to tell, so be sure to join us again next time as we listen to The Storyteller.